0: Ty.
1: Hi, folks.
0: Welcome to Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 2, one minute at a time. I'm Condra.
1: And I'm Tyler.
0: And Tyler, I am so what? excited today.
1: Oh, ab- about what?
0: About our dear friend Robin being back on the pod.
1: Yay. Whoa. Hey, Robin. Ooh.
0: As if we Hi. haven't been hanging out in the green room for like thirty <laughs> minutes now,
1: it's fine. <laughs> Hi, yeah, yeah, Rob. Robin's been a guest before, host of Toy Story Minute, and upcoming projects that we will talk about later, probably.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll give you my Twitter, and y'all can find it there. Cool.
1: But um, yeah, it's it's good to have you back. Um, we we were struggling to remember what minute of High School Musical one you joined us for.
0: Something. Something. We think it would stick to the status quo. Honestly, people, what is time?
2: (laughs) Time hasn't been real since 2020, everyone knows.
1: (laughs) Condor, speaking of time, what minute of High School Musical 2 are we talking about today?
0: We are talking today about minute 67 of High School Musical 2. Minute 67 starts out with the ensemble singing Hey during the dance break and ends with... There's not a chance being sung while the wildcats are throwing for a double play. I might have yeah. had that backwards.
1: Yeah, there's like some cartwheels going on in the infield.
2: yeah, Like you do in baseball.
1: <laughs> but before we talk about that, Robin, why don't you tell us about the first time you saw High School Musical 2 and or what you feel about this movie overall?
2: So... I actually didn't see High School Musical 2 until after y'all were done with Wildcat Minute 1.0. Um, <laughs> my roommate grew up with them, and so we watched it together, partway between. And all I knew was the, uh, you know, the memes of, of Troy putting his hands up, mm-hmm. going, why? Why? And, um, <laughs> and that it was very gay. And considering the first movie had Ryan and was treating it was like one of those reverse worlds where like heterosexuality and homosexuality is reversed where everyone was like you you a boy are gonna kiss a girl weird <laughs> considering that was the premise of the first movie and and i'm so glad to be here for the insert wham voice jitterbug um <laughs> and and the most bisexual song about baseball <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, well what's the second most bisexual song about baseball put i guess that's just put me in put coach, me in coach but that that sounds that sounds rough
2: <laughs> i mean yeah this movie is uh i love that they just decided even though the first movie was completely about basketball nah no more basketball i still haven't seen the third one I, i'm doing like a thing where i just don't watch it until between Seasons, I guess, of of the amateur nerds here. That's very sweet.
1: I do something similar where I don't watch the movie until we cover it either. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) I was just looking back to when you watched it because you were messaging me while you were watching it or just after. Oh my god, I must have
2: been so drunk or some other kind of... (laughs)
0: I don't, I don't know, but you were just so focused on this scene that I was like, okay, so this is Robin's (laughs) scene, like, Robin's coming in for I Don't Dance, like, this is what's happening.
2: (laughs) Dance being a stand-in, can, I mean, you've already talked about this, this scene for a little bit now. Yeah. Dancing is, is, is gay, gay sex, right?
1: (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Maybe not explicitly, but there's an interpretation there, yes. Maybe not
2: gay sex, but uh, dancing publicly is coming out, and dancing privately is, you know, having your own issue things.
0: No, I mean, yeah, there's definitely, and we're gonna get there, and unfortunately, the way the song cut with the movie and, like, timing, we can't have you for the proper, like video essay evidence yeah <laughs>
2: well, actually it's weird because next minute this is the third gayest line of the movie next minute's the second and the minute 69 nice is the most
1: <laughs> oh no
2: it, yeah right
1: uh, so building up. To next week tyler <laughs> we really not not that not that gayness and queerness isn't meant for children but uh, we really are riding the lines of this is a kid's podcast
2: the weird thing is because i we're not going to talk about i'm only going to use dancing language um for this i'm not going to go too blue you know this is a, a podcast about like, a kid's movie but this song is more sexual than anything in the first movie mm-hmm.
1: oh yeah the first note i have written here is Swing it like yeah!
2: I've got which, notes on choreography.
0: <laughs> oh, oh boy! Can the we, choreography Kenny, is all over. The, Kenny is just showing off in this mm-hmm. this scene. This
1: minute has two separate dance breaks in a row. Well, <laughs> we have our, our dance.
0: We have our dance break, emotions. and then we got to break it down.
1: Yes. Okay. <laughs> There's one with gloves and one with bats. Yeah.
2: Have we Have we talked yet? Uh, I don't know cuz you know you guys have already started this song Chad has danced a lot. Chad's like a big <laughs> dancer.
1: <laughs> yeah, he dances all the time. But so, I don't think it's ever been like canonically like not
2: non-diegetic. Not in the, not, we're not yeah, like, we're it's, all in it's this never together. been diegetic
1: dancing. It's always just been like in the context of a magical realism song.
2: I'm not sure we all in this together is canon. So that's yeah. <laughs> uh well this isn't i don't think this is diegetic either you know this is just a a good wholesome baseball game and well what's the key word here is because it's about performative sexuality the key word is swing in this song because it's both dancing baseball and your and and sexual identity term you know we use the swing both ways playing for the other team etc etc so like, Not to
1: mention, like, the bases being a metaphor for sex.
2: Yeah, which gets more complicated when you bring in non cis heteronormative sexualities. Uh, there's, there's plenty to be said about, you know, second base or third base and, and all these <laughs> things for, for all sorts of people. <laughs> the, the interesting thing is this song is already saying we are taking baseball and the double entendre is dancing. And so it's so close to just saying, by the way, there's a triple entendre here and just never <laughs> outright
1: says it. Now you just need to hit a home run entendre and you'll have entendre for the cycle.
2: I mean, we have for for the straights in, in the audience, we have pitching. We have talking about who pitches. We already <laughs> had the uh, topping the bat scene. Uh, so, you know,
1: there's there's some. What is it? What's slide home? What is it?
0: Slide. Uh, home I, I've got it later.
2: Swinging on the dance floor. That's uh, that's next minute. I think.
1: I think it, it. That's like a refrain that's just in. Yeah, everything. it's repeating. Oh
2: yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. This starts in in my mind. This like really starts when Ryan does a big flamboyant jump over the home base, which I don't think is how it works. <laughs>
1: I think he does it. I think the jump is just while he's running the base path. Because oh, to to be clear, at the end of the last minute, Chad was pitching to Ryan and Ryan yeah, yeah, swinged a home run.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ran around the bases. Which, Which is you obviously
2: Chad seeing that Ryan is able to do this performative. I mean, because last movie was about uh, for Chad was he, Chad accepting that sexuality was a thing that romance was a thing that could be done. <laughs> Like, uh, that it was an option to be in any sort of relationship after, you know, being so against being a, a heterophobe movie. And this movie is him realizing, oh, I can participate in a, in both the performative and the implicit ways, you know, like, I, without, I mean, obviously you can be uh, bisexual without ever being in a relationship with... You know, your same gender or any of that stuff, but he's he's realizing this can apply to me, <laughs> which is really cute. And it's it's like you forget that these are kids; these are like chil- children's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I really like the engagement of I say you can, I know I can't. Because
0: <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, Ryan is so like, supportive. It's
2: just Ryan is like, hey, you know, you could do this, like you. <laughs> A A, it's experimentation. You can you can do relationships, uh, uh, activities, uh, romances with other men and still be straight. Like you can do this. It's it's <laughs> it's fine. You, it doesn't mean you, you have to relabel yourself It doesn't mean you have to rethink of who you are Like it's It's fine to be like mutable in your sexuality And he does this while literally Making a pitch at him
1: <laughs> It Yeah it's the it's the uh, y- You say you like bro- You say you don't like broccoli but you haven't tried broccoli You can try broccoli once and say And decide you don't like it And uh-huh. then you don't like broccoli
2: <laughs> Or you can just become a massive broccoli head And only eat broccoli
1: <laughs> or the other way around. Yeah.
2: And there's people who say, "Well, I'm not going to like broccoli," and they don't try it, and that's fine, I guess. Just don't judge other people who eat broccoli.
1: Broccoli. But eating broccoli once to see if you like it doesn't make it either way either.
2: No, of course. Yeah. It's experiment everyone experiments at summer baseball rich people <laughs> camp, talent shows. <laughs> I I love where Chad's response cuz Ryan pitches like an invisible baseball for this but <laughs> Chad does the most like sexy pose I think I that we've seen him do. He puts his arms above his head with his body like com- almost completely straight which is like very it's very suggestive. It's like very submissive kind of yeah. evokes folks mm-hmm. like him not being in control. But while this is happening, the top of his body is like this, and it's, like, completely straight. No pun intended, but pun also intended. (laughs) And his knees are bent while he's on his tippy toes, which is, like, a, a, a very queer pose. So it's, like, he's being so coy about it, like, while his dancing is completely indicative of, like, I'm totally open to this. But I'm gonna say I'm not almost my body language says like, come here, come here, dude, do the thing and and, and like they they say that well going into a like sliding crescendo and almost kissing, like they come really close <laughs> to each other. Yeah.
0: They just really like being nice and close to each other's faces. it's it's quite sweet how how yeah. frequent that happens. Just
1: guys being dudes? <laughs> What's interesting too is because in the choreography like th- what this this half of the dance break is everyone is in sync mm-hmm. and it's um mixed it's mixed between the Lava Springs team and the Wildcats they're all in a big formation and they're all facing the same direction at all times so like Robin said they do the little like fake throw and then they turn around and then they have their hand in the glove doing this sort of um toe t- toe tipping pelvic thrust type thing and then that's the like the second to last move, and then the very last thing that happens is Chad turns around to face Ryan at the head of the formation. And it's interesting because, to Robin's point, Chad is the one who does the reversal of the choreography to face Ryan. You'd you'd think that in the setup of the song, you'd have Ryan be the one who's like, "I'm going to shift myself to suggest something," and not the other way around.
2: Because in a way this is kind of a in, indoctrination is the wrong word because it's been used so wrong <laughs> and obviously in the current political climate like you have a lot of conservatives saying that Disney is pushing like this gay agenda for and they didn't say that about this movie. So, you know, they're not paying attention. But like <laughs> it, it is literally the whole, you know, which team are you on kind of thing where <laughs> this is at lava springs uh, I, i'll bring this up more when we see the conclusion to the game next minute but home team the 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 normal team is the one that is uh, ryan's which he's obviously like the very you know wears his hat crooked if if you know what i mean
1: <laughs> and his father fixes it
2: yeah yeah speaking of current politics oof it it gets it gets
0: sexier It's weird. (laughs) The thing that's also getting me is the types of dancing they're utilizing. Like they're doing the big Broadway show kicks, but they're also incorporating tighter, almost break dancing kind of stuff. And there's this integration of a lot of different types of dance styles all in this one. And some are definitely more associated with the queer community than others. But I would definitely say, like the swing and the big Broadway kind of stuff, which Ryan has been doing throughout and then transformed the rest of the team as we see like later on in the minute, like when they start leaping over each other and stuff, mm-hmm. and like the the field the wildcat field players are are bouncing as well, like they're all getting converted by the the big Broadway number,
2: <laughs> and it's like yeah. Chance dancing has always been very like inspired by i mean there's always been tumbles
0: mm-hmm. and
2: like being low to the ground almost not not like break dancing but close to he's on the down low uh yeah. and like so he's dancing is getting more theater as the song goes mm-hmm. and it's becoming less and less baseball and more and more dancing at the same time so it's it's interesting too because like you have these two forms of dance that are not that different like no and they're they're really mushing it meshing it together which is beautiful for the scene and it's just great like that's I think why high school musical one was so successful like they did the whole thing of hey musicals don't have to be just show tunes
0: mm-hmm Get Your Head in the Game was huge in that well, respect.
1: Well, that's, that's what's funny about this song. And I, I don't know, like, we must have said it in you the did, previous Tyler, minute. You did, Tyler, yeah. But, 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 like, this this song being, like, the sports song of this movie, but also being, like, the sports song is the gayest song. Like, this is the song that's meant to, like, make boys interested in watching this, like, ew, musical, so it's funny that like this is the message that they went for with the song as well.
2: Certain boys or people who might think they are boys at the time may uh be interested in performative uh, performative heterosexuality in the form of, you know, I'm not saying obviously sports is not just a straight thing, but a lot of performative heterosexuality is things like showing specific niche interests in things like sports and cars and sports cars and not things like dance like physicality is all about your toughness and your ability to do like things that are ultimately pretty silly like it is silly to be standing in a field waiting for a ball to come close to you so you can (laughs) like run and throw it it's also very intrinsically like human like it's not bad but I love how much they are integrating those those the, those two things. Like, yes, humans are weird. We use our, like, one of the things that is uniquely human uh, as, like, a homo sapien thing is our sense of rhythm. Like, we're really good at rhythm because we walk long distances. And that's something that we use both in dance and in sport. And another thing is throwing. We're very good at throwing. Uh, A three-year-old is as good as the second best thrower in the animal kingdom, the orangutan. And that's a (laughs) thing that they are obviously doing a lot here. Like, it is a very core uh, human to to do these things. And so there's some things that have been around forever. You know, dancing and sports.
1: It's very human to walk with rhythm. But if you are a Fremen on the planet Arrakis, you want to walk without rhythm.
2: Which is hard because we're humans and you're going to yeah. wake the world... i um, uh, too classy <laughs> to make this joke. <laughs> S- uh, speaking of classy uh, phallic metaphors, uh, they have a swinging bats dance.
0: Yes, they yeah. do. And Which we've is- actually already seen this dance move, too, because we saw the audience doing this at the very beginning when they were saying "swing batter batter. Mm-hmm. So we've actually seen this before, and it's now been taken out of the stands... Where they're shouting for this to happen, and with two hands they, they've accepted on the bat.
2: It.
1: Yeah, and you're kind of like, like rotating a, your hip. A Tuscan
2: yeah. Raider above their heads.
1: <laughs> well, then, it's a pinata it's the
0: stance, I think. Mm-hmm. The
1: bat is obviously reminiscent of like your Broadway cane, mm-hmm. so like it's easy to for Kenny to do like his prop dancing with it.
2: It's kind of like the dribbling dance uh, last movie, you know. mm Hmm. I'm sorry, there are there any baseballs in this song? <laughs> like actual um, baseballs? Yeah, we
0: I mean we see one get thrown at the end of this minute. Oh
2: yeah, yeah you're, like, right, you're right. In
1: the sort of like semi-diegetic baseball scenes of like people hitting the ball and running, there are, mm-hmm. yes. When there's the two when there's the two team like when the second dance break, um, so it's the Lava Springs team that has the bats, and then the Wildcat team kind of runs in and it's kind of like an oppositional dance but the wildcat team has gloves so yes. it's well one it's your like offense defense metaphor there's something about like the bat being phallic <laughs> and the glove being yonic mm-hmm. but <laughs> in the For... in the specific metaphor of baseball it doesn't really work
2: well there the the wildcat team is penetrating through the other team's lines and it's both a mixing thing and an obvious sexual metaphor and Again there's the whole pitching catching thing That is a very popular Either it used to be more popular Or just I engaged more with straight people back then Like very popular analogy For how usually How how, how uh, penetrative sex Works So it's, it's right there Him holding the mitt While Ryan Squeezes Chad's bat and says You can do it Really really like whispery and, like, sensual. It's really odd, because these are supposed to be children. (laughs) Like, he does this where Ryan, where where, where Chad has his arms folded, but his legs are spread open. (laughs) And then Ryan sticks his leg out and says, attaboy,
1: attaboy. (laughs) I wanted to bring bring up attaboy.
2: (laughs) I mean... This is this is the sex scene of the movie. It's weird. It's weird because again, this is a, a children's film. This is the it's g-rated like, sex that they have.
1: How much of this is like in any way intentional and how much of it is just like the I mean... already like innuendo driven stuff that is in baseball overall?
0: So I think some of it is like driven intention like intentionally driven because as we know now Kenny and Ryan or Kenny and Lucas had conversations about Ryan's sexuality and they were like yes he is Disney won't say it but we're going to play he is and i think Kenny allow it like Kenny allowing that to take shape in the choreography of Ryan's movements And not just that, but celebrate it in this song. Because this is kind of Ryan's. We haven't really had a Ryan song. And not spoiler alert, we really don't. But um, this is. Yeah, he's really coming out
1: in many ways here. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see Ryan pick up and throw dirt?
2: Oh, my. I'm not going (laughs) to touch that one. Uh, Well, these movies are already very much focused on sexuality and a G rated kids way because it is a movie franchise about sports versus musicals mm-hmm. two activities <laughs> that are very stereotypically you know gay and straight mm-hmm. the response that Chad has is he's tug of warring and like doing it almost like a come hither like pulling Ryan towards him saying hey batter batter
1: hey batter batter hey batter batter what?
2: like swing swing this way swing your bat over here <laughs> like disney being too gay in the year of our lord 2022 no it's <laughs> it's it come on it's it, yeah. which is it's great like i love this scene for this because again it is all fairly innocent you know nothing is mm-hmm. explicit it's just easy to read into because you know they they thought well this is a scene that is about these two characters who are very different and who approach dancing uh, in a different way and we're going to show that they can dance together
1: we've we've brought up or i've brought up the uh, spartacus scene from 19 S- stanley kubrick's 1960 spartacus movie Where two male characters talk about if they prefer to eat oysters or eat snails, Mm -hmm. and that being that being a scene that was literally cut from the original theatrical movie, and this is like Hayes Code Hollywood, Mm -hmm. and it's interesting because like looking back sixty years from now, we're like ah yes, this was the the metaphor of the time, and I'm but Charlton Heston
2: didn't even know that that line was about (laughs) like genitalia. <laughs> he he was completely oblivious to it, and he's like, "Whatever, this is weird line here."
1: <laughs> like, but now it's like, now it's like, even in 2005, when we're like, "Okay, this is not 1950s, 1960s Hollywood." It's like, "Oh, but we're still doing the same thing." Oh yeah, all this all this time later, we've
2: done it forever. I mean, like the weird 90s um, Muppet sitcom Dinosaurs had an episode about vegetarianism. <laughs> being the metaphor for homosexuality there's all sorts of like th- the other thing is because queerness is often reading more subtle cues because for for safety's sake it always kind of has been i mean there used to be like whole codes with handkerchiefs and stuff that you know think being I, friends with to dorothy do anymore yeah but because a lot of anything but heterosexuality is subtextual like, and, and because you can watch a movie and you can't just say that character is, like, black or some something else that is, like, physically very obvious. If they're not, you know, you can't uh, headcanon that. You can headcanon, you know, that character is gay or that character is trans or something because, and like, it's not a physically represented thing. So, so much of... Engaging in media from a queer lens is reading into things that are unintentionally there or hidden there, just because they often are. And this is Kenny Ortega doing that, which, which it's like it is. It's a G-rated way, but it's so easy to read into because he wanted it to be. Like I, I can't. I can. A lot of sure, some of the stuff we're talking about is probably like reading a little too much into it, but it's that's what the song is about. Like the song is obviously doing that triple entendre of like, it's okay to dance boys.
1: <laughs> yeah. And as we, as we mentioned last time too, there's something interesting about how the song is Ryan playing baseball, kind of the operative line in the song being, if I can do this, well, you can do that mm-hmm. because it's like, it should be like a song where they're like in a dance studio and Ryan is trying to teach Chad how to dance, but Chad keeps saying no, but it's like, it's the reverse scenario.
2: Yeah. I have more notes on this in next minute. Cause they do, uh, they, they do the specific line exchange more. Um, but yeah, Ryan is saying, Hey, look, I live in a heteronormative society and like, I'm, I'm kind of obvious about it, but I am engaging in it. I am, currently playing a sport and being like as as subtle as i can about it because you know so much of not even just you know homosexuality but all sorts of you know uh neurodivergence and things like that are kind of having to blend in and it's hard and it's weird to do Uh, it's kind of like you see things about people saying like when should kids learn that racism is a thing and the answer (laughs) is like A lot of kids just learn it because they are, you know, not white. And so they get, they experience racism. Like, it is different for either side of of the coin. For people who have queer mannerisms, even if they are not themselves queer, you have to perform uh, this hetero, uh, this cis heteronormativity. Because otherwise, you know, you'll, you face threats, you face ostracization. You know, there's, there's a real danger to being too gay as a child or something like that. And Ryan is saying, I can do this, you know, to an extent I can blend in with, with this society that is 2007 on Disney, where we cannot, you know, talk about don't say gay, you know? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: And meanwhile, what's his face is upside down with his legs spread out. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, that's that's how it is a lot of times. That's one that's of the reasons why, like, there's, there's discourse about, like, whether pride parades should be allowed to display, like, kink at all. Because, like, so much of anything but heterosexuality is portrayed as, like, inherently sexual, inherently, like, adult. And so, you know, that's why now people are getting so up in arms about, like, children... Being taught that you know different people exist because they see it as a inherently sexual thing, and the the thing is, for a lot of time and and a lot of society, it kind of was forced to be because you couldn't do it in the light of day. You know, you couldn't be openly, uh, you know, you couldn't be openly gay in pick a pick a decade really, but you could be you know privately you know romance was not okay but sex was and that's a lot of the reasons there's so much embracing of that in queer communities which can be a double-edged sword because again we have the whole situation where people talk about uh you know trans uh, telling kids being trans is okay is like you know the the baloney about it being like grooming and stuff grooming, like that yeah. that's mm-hmm. just you know so toxic and so inherently violent of a thing to say uh and a lot of it is just because a society that has been uh repressed will will have different standards for what is appropriate i mean the same thing was said about rock and roll as it was like literally rock and roll met you know was was a slang term for sex in black communities <laughs> and
1: jazz et cetera. yeah
2: uh-huh Yeah, even more so if you're in Star Wars. Um,
1: (laughs) Well, jazz being a a literal synonym in in its name origin. Yes. Yes.
2: Well, that's that's the thing is, in if you're in a society that's so like Victorian or so like repressive, you know, in that haze code society, your natural way to rebel against it is to just go completely against it, or play around with it in the most subversive ways. That's why we get things like John Waters having movies with like just gross out stuff in it because you know, like they say we're gross. What what else are we going to
1: do? Condra, you seemed like you had something earlier and you might, you might be cutting out.
0: I have something that is just like a thing that I don't think we've said. And I don't think that we've said this in a really long time, but also just to note that like Kenny Ortega is openly gay. Mm-hmm. And like how much of this experience, like he's talked about um bullying growing up and how he hid himself but he knew it was there and like had the energy in him all along and how much of this franchise is him coming to terms i can't figure out exactly when he came out but he worked in broadway in the 80s and 90s so Oof. i imagine around then <laughs> but <laughs> well, i don't know time. <laughs> I know, that's why I'm like, maybe not, I don't know. Um, I can't figure out exactly when he became openly out, but I wonder if some of the ability that we have to read into this so extensively is some of Kenny working through his own stuff and and Mm -hmm. being able to express it in a way that, okay, yeah, they can't call it gay, but it still is. And like me being a member of the community, I know it is, and I can tell everyone it is, even if Disney won't say yes. <laughs> and then the other thing I um, just uncovered because I was looking something up about the lyrics: this scene was shot in two days. the The whole dance sequence, like the whole song, mm-hmm. and um, Lucas Grabeel had had just had a knee surgery and was wearing two knee braces during this and a back brace (laughs) and i'm like i'm like lucas great he he was like yeah i used to play baseball as a kid so i was a little rusty but like we worked with baseball coaches to get to enough to perform um on screen and i like he's he's known to be a dancer but yeah no he had had two knees he had had a knee surgery and was wearing two knee braces and a back brace during filming of the sequence which is he's doing flips? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Ryan himself does any literal flips.
0: He does that like v- turning kick thing uh-huh. where they make that like C shape with their arms. I guess his leg doesn't like bend
2: that much. Actually, no.
0: If you look at it, you're like, oh yeah, no. He's... I mean, but he's
1: he's pitching though. Yeah,
2: yeah he's pitching and he's completely straight uh, during all of his moves. Leave that right. on the table.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I just we've wanted had to a that lot out. of stuff here there's a couple more things just like logistically that i wanted to talk about not logistically mm-hmm. but <laughs> the the baseball that has resumed happening and we get you know a a, a young man in a pickle mm-hmm. um the baseball pickle where he's getting Yum. chased back and forth between two infielders and he does a flip over one of them To to avoid getting tagged, and then when he gets to third base, he does a handstand.
2: (laughs) Uh huh. A headstand. He's dodging around because he's trying to be subtler about. I mean, speaking of the bases being sexual metaphors, like he's being subtle, like he's not going to go all in. He has to avoid others. Like it's it's a dodging and weaving game, you know, the innuendo and the and the subtleties.
1: Yeah. And then at the very end of the minute we get the, the shortstop's got a ground ball, but he does a cartwheel before he flips it to the second baseman. And the second baseman catches the ball, but he never actually tags second base. Mm-hmm. So this double play isn't really uh a double wouldn't play. really have flied.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean
2: flu. <Flew.
1: laughs>
2: they're not really playing baseball here.
1: <laughs> yes we
0: we, we spent all of last week talking about how they weren't playing baseball so we don't really have to go like crazy into that but yeah mm-hmm. there's a lot of lot of that and, and in the next minute too the only other thing i realized i did not say for like giving things their due um like break dancing coming also coming out of the queer community to some extent mm-hmm. and the move of like the person being on the head very much comes out of like voguing and stuff mm-hmm See on the I other mean, screen.
2: ball culture gives us so much, especially just from, you know, mainstreaming of things. Uh, a lot is owed to like RuPaul for mm-hmm. all their problematicness. Mm-hmm. Of like, a lot of the words that we use so commonly, woke and slay and tea and all that comes out of like black ball culture. Mm-hmm. It it it's very much the the thing is minorities kind of got to stick together, and if you're a double minority like that. It it adds to the subversiveness, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. So that was my only other thing I wanted to make sure I got in there. Was like, Mm -hmm. gee, this reminds me of scenes from Paris is burning. (laughs) Um, Well,
1: should we wrap it up and do it again?
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Let's get gayer.
1: (laughs) 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 Okay. So, no one else has anything?
0: Nothing for this minute. No?
1: Okay. Um, Robin would you like to share with people How they can find you on the internet
0: Uh,
2: Yes I uh, Do Technically Toy Story Minute although I haven't Done it for a few years due to the current Global plague Uh, So that's fun but you can still find That uh, At at Dueling Genre or just search Any uh, podcasting app for Toy Story Minute currently I'm working on a few Projects uh, that are not Ready to reveal yet but you can find Any of that on my uh, Twitter, I'm at ReverseEyePatch. So you can find anything that I do there. I do a lot of uh, politics tweeting, some, some trans tweeting, some randomly getting uh, like good pictures of my cat all over the place because she's adorable. <laughs> Things like that, you can find me uh, there and you can find all of my stuff through my, my Twitter. So that's kind of my main social hub at the moment.
0: Thank you. Thank
1: you. Wonderful. Thank you. Condra. how about us?
0: People can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds
1: or me personally at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R B-O-U-D-Y.
0: Special thanks to our artist Theo Golden at GoldenArt on Instagram.
1: And our musician Joe Winslow, whom you can find at JoeWinslowMusic.com. I've been Condra, And I've been Tyler.
2: And and me, me too. Robin.
1: <laughs> and we'll see you next time to find out what more we could possibly say about this seed, you can bet on.
2: I'm going to get into some Greek stuff. So that's fun.